best idea for a podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making, a show where we take all 900 plus Pokemon, put them into a bracket, and find out of them which is the best. I'm Wheels. I use they or she pronouns. Boy, I am also joined by Juliet. Hi, I'm Juliet, a uh, host of I'll Be Pod for Castmas. I use they and he pronouns. I am also joined by Roma. Hello, I am Roma. I use the they and them pronouns, and I run the Hyperfixation podcast where my friends and I talk about something we're excited or they're excited about for 30 to 45 minutes, so I can get an approximate knowledge of many things. Uh, and Riley's here too. Yeah, yeah, Riley Hopkins, he, they pronouns, you get it. Uh, Roma, you kind of approach doing a. What I can only describe as Chris Pratt's Mario voice to start that off there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you were very close <laughs> to the fucking no, mushroom kingdom. Right <laughs> Here we uh, go. No, I've been doing my podcast like this long before Chris Pratt has entered my life. Okay. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say for like listeners who are who are listening to this, like you know, twenty years in the future, <laughs> where what Riley just said is considered um, a slur. Like if we, we hadn't gotten there yet. Like it just the trailer just came out last week. There's a lot that culture hadn't quite moved yet at this point in time. Um, <laughs> the level of anti-Italian uh... hate I see in my day to day is, frankly, but a baffling. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, what's our? Let's start the timer. Our, yeah, uh, you got a timer, Riley, or should I get it going? I can get you set up with a timer right now because I do have these first two silly little gentlemen in front of me. Sick. Do you want to announce them or should I? I'll take them. It's a good matchup to start. In the left corner, uh, we have Magikarp, and in the right corner, we have Natu. Uh, Gen one v Gen two uh, here. Uh, what are we thinking, folks? I'm thinking Magikarp means fucking fucking nothing to me compared oh. to not two. Oh no, we're already on opposite sides of yeah. this. Really, look at You're take a-, a second, consider the orb, ponder this orb, ponder its eye, ponder its beautiful wings and its nose, and how it is just there. Then look up to that shit eating fish. <laughs> nothing. What? what? Magikarp is. <laughs> is to me like the original useless Pokemon mm-hmm. where like you get out what you put in. And I think that's more true of Magikarp than even of like the bug Pokemon. So if you're having your first experience with, with Pokemon, you got your bug Pokemon and they're like, Oh, they're, they're evolving really quickly. They're learning new moves. How exciting. And then like, there's a real cliff that you drop off. And so you might be like once bitten, twice shy, as they say in the Carly Rae Jepsen song last Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and so you get to, you know, you're about to go to uh, uh, the tunnel, get to through to, to Pewter, about, about to go to Mount Moon. You get to the Pokemon Center and the guy says, hey, listen, 500 bucks. Here's a perfect fish Pokemon for you. And like, you're like, okay, this is interesting. I like this. Wait, no, this doesn't do anything. And you feel this like second bite, you know? But if you persist through that, if you push through that, you get... Really, I was about to say the ultimate reward, but I think that means something different. An ultimate reward <laughs> in the form of Gyarados, who's like kind of a, a Pokemon like par excellence, right? I think I think Magikarp really 
teaches interesting things and has a really interesting experience of Pokemon that's really unique and really set the stage for a lot of you know other potential things through the, the future of the series. I feel like you're trying to sell me on an MLM and the M stands for Magikarp. <laughs> yeah, Magikarp uh, love Magikarp. Love, I mean, I could take this at a different angle. Mm-hmm. As a Pisces, yeah. as a as a Pisces, I love Magikarp, but not only that, like other, like us Pisces, once you invest a hundred candies into us, you two will get a beautiful giant Gyarados. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I love. I him. bet Magikarp tastes like shit. Stop! Ah! Oh, no! I I would I want to uh, bring people to the I assume Ken Sugimori art, mm-hmm. uh, but just like the watercolor original art of Natu. O'Reilly's already got it. The second I, one there. I love how geometric Natu is, where it almost looks like not abstract art, but just like loosely representational. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't look mm-hmm. like the animal would actually look like that, but it's just uh, yeah, perfectly orbular. I really like that about Natu. Yep. It's got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure energy in that picture you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy that, actually. It's gorgeous. It's four pounds. It is like, like it, it, you could throw Natu like a little baseball. How is it four pounds? It's all how beak, big, baby. How big are we? It's uh, eight it inches is... and it's four pounds? How big is eight inches? That's that big. I mean, that's it's 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 float. It's you know, it's a lot of empty space in there. It's got those bird bones. No thoughts. Head empty. I, or the I, I think the other side. How is it that heavy for being that, so small? Right. That's, that's, yeah. That is my question. <laughs> Which I think is, is how does it weigh more pounds? Because his bones are hollow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a psychic type. It's got a huge fucking brain. Exactly. It that's what I was going to say. It work out at the library. So, so I, I do think the reason I'm going to like consent to vote for, for Natu here, even though my natural vote is for Magikarp, is what Natu represents as far as being like, okay, we got the psychic types in Gen 1, and they are like broken. You know what I mean? They're like mm-hmm. way too good. Nothing you know, opposes them, really. There's no opposition here. And then we get into Generation 2, and it's like, okay, what are psychic types going to be? Are they going to be Alakazam and Mewtwo? Or are they going to be something that you can encounter in a more pedestrian way that can have, like, real weaknesses? That You can have ways to, you know, attack them and beat them? Are we going to get, when we encounter a bird, is it going to be just a generic, normal flying type so we have all of these birds that are exactly the same? The answer is no, we get a psychic flying type. We get, a, we get a bird that has, you know, uh, ways you can attack it that mean that Psychic isn't going to be this boogeyman for all time. Yes, yes. Natu is growth. Natu is adventure. <laughs> Natu the is the future. Magikarp. I also like the like, kind of like Aztec mythology vibes going on with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, that's, we, that we got a majority, right? Yep. It's Natu with... Uh, I'll stay with my vote. With... That's valid. We have we, the minority report is registered, uh, but Natu is going forward. There we go. There's the tunes. Uh, I sorry. I, I I am I am like my I have a like a feeling in my gut. It's like I will lead. No, I shut go. the fuck up. I move to the back. Well, Riley, why don't you take this one? You're so antsy for it. Take it. <laughs> I'm sorry. This next one is Ashawat versus Polyworld. Polyworld. This is genuinely a very hard one for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great water types. Great water types. Polyworld is a weaker Polyrath, and Oshawott's a little baby. 
He's a little man. I like that we've just narrowly avoided the little guy rule. I know, uh, I know. I, I caught myself man. as I was doing it. I know I can't. But look at him. Let me take a second to take you through the design of this beautiful <laughs> little creature. This this one one of God's perfect creations. Uh, a, the shell on its chest comes off. Great. Mm-hmm. Otter's mm-hmm. already fucking incredible. Look at like the kind of like the eyes that hold within them like so much story mm-hmm. and whimsy. Look at its big old nose. It's a little puffed up like it looks like it's stuck in a in a in a in a suit that is too big for it. The collar comes up and squeezes around its little face. It that's beautiful to me. So I do think for me it's gonna come down to judging these against each other's stomachs. Um mm-hmm. against, against each other's bellies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osho, Osho, we we do have you know the scalp chop is that the the term in in the fiction I believe for that the, rings true yeah, yeah. I think um, that's right and I like the whole Ashabat Samrat line I think it's a really fun idea to say hey otters carry tools for cracking shells what if they were samurai I think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. Polywirl can do hypnosis. And I think Poliwhirl is the beginning and unfortunately, in some ways, maybe the end of looking at a Pokemon and being able to be like, you know, wouldn't it be cool based on its design if it could do this move? And it can. It can do hypnosis. It's really in a different niche from Poliwrath because of, you know, it doesn't have the fighting type weakness. It's, you know, you're bringing it to the table for a different purpose. You're really trying to say, hey, I'm going to land on bubble beam and and hypnosis. I'm going to do this cool, like, spiral thing and put them to sleep. I think that's really cool. And so I'm I'm very neutral in this fight because I think they both have great designs and great elements, elements to them. I like them both. I think a thing that I enjoy about Polyworld is the kind of like early Disney animation mm-hmm. vibes with like the gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. f- put this put this fella in black and white, and she's hanging out with with Mickey on Steamboat Willie. You know, like fits mm-hmm. right in in a way that I think is really really charming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in a way that uh, also isn't this based on a real kind of tad a uh, 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 fish tadpole or, or frog fish tadpole a frog tadpole where. <laughs> Um, All the same food. <laughs> uh, where they have like a frog. clear stomach so that you can see their insides and it's swirly like that. The polyworld is fun. based on a glass frog. The spiral pattern on its yeah. belly is supposed to represent how the organs of these frogs and other tadpoles can sometimes be seen through their transparent, transparent skin. Glass frog. Let me pull up an image really quickly and share it with the world. What a fucked up little guy. It looks like he's full of kidney beans. So where are we landing right now? I, uh, I'm i landing with Polyworld over here. We got three foot, three inches, and 44 pounds of adorable mm-hmm. with little gloves on his hands. And that's that just kind of takes my life. I mean, I love our little the, the otter man. He's adorable. But... I kind of like my my giant huggable frog person, mm-hmm. frog creature. Uh, I think I vote Poliwhirl as well. If memory serves, it's like, uh, I'm going to get the detail wrong, so I'll look it up. But I think it's Satoshi Tajiri, the creator of Pokemon. I think it's his favorite Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just fun mm-hmm. fact. Uh, sure. And I don't know. That makes uh, sense to me. 
an interesting little tidbit. Uh, and I think I vote for Polyworld, but I'm going to uh, Google and see if that thing I just said was right. I, I'm, I'm in Oshawott's camp because I am, otters are like a like close second favorite animal because they're my wife's favorite animal. I know that in my heart, Duat is what I like about this line. Mm-hmm. I truly don't yeah. give, a, give a shit about Samrat. Oshawott is a cute little guy, mm-hmm. uh, but like Duat is the is the the world. Oshawott's very cute. My thing is is that while I can recognize the difference between Polyworld and Polywrath and what they both bring to the table, I'm kind of like I like the broader shoulders of Polywrath. I like the extra mm. fingers that this guy gets. I think it is a overall stronger design. I'm going to post a little gif as I'm jumping back and forth between these two pages here. So that way you can like really kind of focus on the differences here. Like, yes, uh, Polly, uh, Polly has like those big eyes that are full of, of adventure that we are talking about. They have like the wanting, like kind eyes, but I don't know. I just think Polly wrath does what Polly world does, but better. I know traditionally I don't, we're not supposed to like look at evolutions. We're supposed to judge what's directly in front of us. But I don't know. When there's so much like first draft, second draft, it's hard not to. Uh, I don't know. I think of the two, I like if we were to compare bits of the evolutionary line, like I think Polyworld is the better uh, just, uh, like crystallization of the idea. I will correct mm-hmm. myself in the uh, uh, apparently it was Polywag that was Satoshi Tajiri's favorite, but it's still <laughs> close enough. But um. <laughs> I mean, I do also like Oshawa. Like, I'm not mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. unable to be swayed by it, especially, like, from its anime appearances. Um, really mm-hmm. fun shit going on over there. But um, I, I also agree that, like, Duat is kind of the star of that. Yeah. And while I respect people who really like Polywag or Polyrath, I also think Polywhirl is the star of, of that line. So I'm going to, I think, be the third vote positive on Polywhirl. Boy. Polyworld's good. It's really cute. Underrated. It's upsetting mm-hmm. to me. Underrated in the game. I just, you know, I, and I guess Polywrath is like such a nothing evolution that they gave it another one. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but I don't know. I don't know. I just really, I really like Oshawott. But yeah, Duat is where this line's, line really, really sings here. Who would like to introduce the next matchup? I like Roma to do it because I don't know how to pronounce one of the Pokemon in it. I don't know how to pronounce either of okay, them. Great. <laughs> swing, swing with your heart and your and your okay. soul, Roma. Let All it right. rip. Our next matchup for today is going to be uh, Kila D and Grudon. This is I hate Quilladin. Quilladin. <laughs> I don't even like Groudon that much, but like. I don't. I guess I don't hate Quilladin. It's just how'd this bitch make it to round two? I can't call him a winner of anything, let alone this matchup. <laughs> it beat Among Us in the first round. How close-sighted we were before Among Us came! Yeah, that was we could so have been full of jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quilladin is sus. Like, I mean, also Quilladin looks like a somebody's furry um, Among Us OC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just, look at Groundon. That's a big dinosaur with sideburns. Oh, I didn't notice the sideburns. I don't know what else you want from me. Uh, it has a it has a scoop tail. It's got ridges. It's got lines. And then they glow. Have we have we done it? Did we already, like, cinch it for Groudon? I, yeah, nobody gives a shit about Quilladin. We keep talking well, about okay. it. But. I'm not going to defend Quilladin, but I want to, like, 
cast a question against against Grudon, which is drought causes sunny day and not mm-hmm. sandstorm? What's because it's fire stuff, right? Ain't it? Grudon is not a fire type. Is he not a fire type? He's it, red. It's ju- it's pure ground type. Uh-huh. It does get fire as a secondary type in the remakes of Ruby and Sapphire. In Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it can become primal Groudon. Get that fire type. Really take advantage of uh, sunny day stuff. But no, uh, that is absolutely right. Even though it is not a fire type, it does cause sunny day when it switches in. For Sandstorm, you have to do like... Uh, who sets that up? It's like... Um, One of the big scary tyranitar oh tyranitar yeah yeah that's one yep i think i could comfortably say that quilladon's entire line is the worst (laughs) grass starter to ever live next Uh, to grookey in second place very close i i i would swap those two yeah i even like quilladon better than the other two in the line uh because Mm -hmm. it's at least something but it's still a swing and a miss for me it's not it's 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 like multiple swings and a miss and then he swings so hard he hits his knees and knocks himself over (laughs) and he falls right down on a home plate and he's in the dust and he's crying and everyone's standing around going you got to get up buddy and he's just crying wow so you did see my little league games I don't like Quilladin, but I think you're being too cruel to like what is like a plucky hedgehog trying their best. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. at least it, it could be worse. Like I've it, seen plucky hedgehogs trying their best. I have my heart open to all forms of hedgehogs. Silver, Shadow, Sonic, they're <laughs> all good. This motherfucker does nothing to me. Okay. Well, <laughs> well I guess play the music then. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Juliet, you're up for the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So we go from a grass type that some of us apparently have harsh feelings about uh, yeah. to to some others. We've got Roserad versus Turtwig. Wait, I think I've seen that Pokemon in Persona. <laughs> <laughs> what, Roserade? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roserade is very cool. I will give them that. Turtwig is one of my favorite grass starters, Mm -hmm. so I will also give that one that. These are two great gentlemen. I love them. I think they're fantastic. I Mm -hmm. like their designs, both of them. I think Both uh, Gen 4 babes, yeah? Mm, I believe so. Does anyone have gut feelings? Any, any, like... Yes. From their heart? Hit me. Turtwig, I want to feed him a lettuce really Mm -hmm. bad. Uh, great, great thinking. The, the other one, I am afraid it's going to bully me. It will. Uh, and so uh, Turtwig seems to be the activity I want to participate in more mm-hmm. with the lettuce. <laughs> I I like this weird manga shot that you've posted here, Riley, that like mm-hmm. implies that Roserade is like some sort of tuxedo mask style uh, yeah. character. <laughs> Like, it's giving the mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho character with the vine whip vibe. I, which is, unfortunately, an aesthetic that really appeals to me because my whole experience with Roserade in the past has been, uh, oh, I think I can take on either this trainer in a game or in like a competitive space with their Roserade. Like, how hard can it be? It's a grass type. It's a poison type. And then it just like 
is actually really competitive. You know, it's, it's really viable. Um, it can really wipe your team in a Nuzlocke, that sort of thing. I think Turtwig is like all-star great. Um, my, my vote is absolutely for, for Turtwig. Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe we could see more cool Roserade things in the future. And maybe one day that vote could go another direction. But for now, I'm definitely Turtwig. My gut with Roserade is while I do love Roserade, Gallade does like everything that I want mm-hmm. Roserade to do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it is another like... Oh, I was the I was the fem coded Pokemon, and now I am like I have I have been on T for a year, <laughs> and I I am now fucking yeah. metal. But like Gallade is just really cool, and Roserade draws those same kind of connections to me, and mm-hmm. I just it it doesn't it just mm-hmm. doesn't do it as well. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I that's a wild thing to say because Gallade isn't made of pretty flowers, um, and Roserade <laughs> is. Which makes it good, I think. And also, I, I, to harken back to the anime uh, comparisons, I do really like the sort of masked stranger or like mm-hmm. rom- it's someone who's gonna mm-hmm. like romantic. Just yeah, it, it is absolutely the tuxedo mask archetype of someone who's gonna swoop in mysteriously and. Uh, it just needs know. a flower in its mouth. You know what I mean? Like oh. very Eric like Flynn. Does yeah. it have a mouth? It yeah. does right there under yeah, the mask. There's a, little, there's a little knowing smile underneath the eye mask. <laughs> it, just, it just really isn't there. Like, give me a uh, like a regional variant. Give me an evolution, yes. like a third evolution. I, I guess there's already a baby in this line now, so maybe not that. But like... Megaform. It, it's, it's so close. Yeah, megaform. It's it's close, but I don't think it's there. Roserade tango mode and put another rose in its mouth. And that's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> Should you mean tango form? Actually, now I'm in full Digimon mode. Each of those blossoms becomes the barrel of a gun. Oh, (laughs) so it's still flowers, and boom, 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 boom. The visor becomes an electric visor, and then it has the rose in its mouth. Okay, liking this less. The other thing is, you can take any Pokemon and be like, what would the Digimon evolution of this be that would be really cool? Like, I don't think that's a rubric that you can really use to debate between Pokemon. Because any Pokemon, any monster design, you could do that. You are right. I feel like it's harder to do the reverse. I feel like it's harder <laughs> to de-Digimonify something <laughs> into uh, Pokemon. Anyway, I... I, I will vote for Roserade, but it sounds like I'm probably in the minority, although I'm not sure, Roma, have we heard your takes? Uh, the, the lettuce uh, leaf. While, while you guys are gushing over your Roserade over there, I've been slowly feeding Turtwig carrots. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've been having I, a good time. I follow a TikTok of a guy who has just a bunch of baby tortoises, and he's always taking care of the tortoises and going, this is what their day looks like. And it's like, yes, dude, yes, feed the turtle. <laughs> for your salad. <laughs> yeah, I got a carrot in one hand. I got my smartphone in the other. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. crunch. Turtwig, I vote. <laughs> As they say in Godzilla's singular point, once upon a time, Orishima was taken by a turtle he rescued. Anyway, sorry, wheels going through. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. Uh... <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, I recommend for anyone to watch just the first minute of Godzilla's singular point, the recent anime on Netflix. Uh, watch it with the English dub on. Um, it is like a surreal experience. Neat. Hell yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy Godzilla. Uh, we have a matchup, mm-hmm. and it's 
we got some edgy we got some edge lords here like mm. we're like we're full like mm-hmm. we've got the eye makeup like mm-hmm. we've got mm-hmm. the chain wallets it's umbreon and it's luxio someone's someone's sugar going down swinging. I don't know. I don't know how to bring that bit home. <laughs> this is making my August burn red, man. I yeah. <laughs> they have a bullet for my Valentine. Uh, I, both these Pokemon are great. These are two great dogs. I love them. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I played Pokemon Arceus for a very little amount of time. And in that, I had a Luxio. And I taught it a type of fi- uh, element fang for every move. And it ruled. It rolled with me for so long. That was my boy. That was my dude. Umbreon is great. I love Umbreon. Part of me is like, how long will I allow mentally and spiritually an evolution to continue to walk through this bracket? Stop. Forever. No, Umbreon is literally the best one. Mm-hmm. Literally. Uh- when I was in high school, I made an Umbreon jacket from scratch. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the boy. This is the one. I'm not even an evolution stan, but Umbreon, there's, okay. First of all, literally type defining. We come into Gen 2, d- dark, haven't even heard of her, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. And we come in and it's like, what even is this type? Is it like, is it like that it's sneaky? Is it that it's like evil? Uh, and I feel like Umbreon is an incredible introduction to the type in that new generation because it comes through as an evolution. So you have the base to understand. Um, and then pulling on these like uh, moon eclipse motifs with both the name and also the design. Oh, and it just—it's—it's it's quite fun competitively with curse uh, <laughs> nonsense. I love what Umbreon has going for it. Roma has turned on their camera, oh, and I am looking Umbreon. at a little Umbreon with with thigh warmers. Leg <laughs> warmers. The, I have a uh, Espeon with matching leg warmers. They're girls. So I'm glad you had mentioned the Umbreon jacket because I think that's like a really relevant thing here. I I used to go to conventions back in the day, the you know era before this one, the before before time, and mm-hmm. the the most recent convention that I went to that like uh, had a lot of people cosplaying at it. The number one cosplay, like count just count the number of people who are doing this thing as you go around the whole convention was Vaporeon. The number mm. two, Umbreon. Umbreon is someone who a lot of people feel very comfortable putting on a little Umbreon themed outfit or a little Umbreon hoodie or a little Umbreon like hat, little ears, anything like that. Like a lot of people can find like identification with. It's like it really hits that moodiness in a fun and playful way. It's also kind of the black rabbit of inlay for all those watership down heads out there. Uh, Wheels mentioned, like, the competitive edge. If you ever wanted to try a, like, tanking strategy within a Pokemon game, like, for instance, Pokemon Black 2, White 2, where there's this, like, really great post-game, like, endgame, where you can try all these different competitive things in the game, Umbreon is the most accessible Pokemon for trying really unique strategies in the Pokemon games themselves. Uh, I think there's, like, Umbreon could win all of Champs in the Making, uh, my vote is absolutely for this Pokemon. I I think I am squarely the only Shank 
Luxio Fogger here is what it sounds like to me. I I love the little lion guy, uh, little lion man. Um, oh, Mumford and Son. Yeah. Uh, I same thing with Arceus. I did have a great time with my little lightning lion man, but uh, Umbreon unfortunately has been with me much longer than Pokemon Arceus has. <laughs> <laughs> Umbreon runs deep. Uh, play the music to your own chagrin, Riley. Thank you. Uh, and then the uh, as consolation, do you want to introduce the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is actually a very interesting matchup. Uh, I, I am. They have a lot in common. For Ralligator versus hmm. Nido Queen. I these two are very like I was. It, it is so interesting when the bracket does this and gives us two that really have a lot to compare about. I like the both of them a lot. I think they have good designs. I think Nido Queens is a cleaner design because of Feraligator's ridges on his arms. But I think that Feraligator does look fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear what folks it's think. Playfulness with the shapes of of, mm-hmm. of the bodies of both of them that I like. Um, kind of the round. I mean, I guess because Nido Queen is supposed to be playing off the roundness, uh, playing off the sharpness of Nido King. So Nido mm-hmm. Queen is so round like that, but. I think both of them end up uh, having interesting uh, shape mm-hmm. things going on with their designs. I mean, as you would expect from Pokemon designed when uh, sprites were more important than models. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I like the color, like the three colors of Feraligator kind of throw me, or I guess technically four for counting the shading on the bumpies versus the two of Nidoqueen. Like Nidoqueen is such a clean design to me. Yeah. Like I I love her. Like she's just really fucking great. I do like Nido Queen more than Nido King. Hmm. I think if I were to pick one, I would do Feraligator. Something about mm-hmm. the gender of it all unsettles me with all of the Nidos. I, I get that. And that's fair. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. It's like I've just, you know, it just seems like the Nitto Queen, Nitto King couple would call me a slur. <laughs> so this got oh brought up uh, in the last episode I was on when I, I brought up in defense of one of the um, Nidorans. But there is the like, but the Nidorans can be trans. Uh, there's like Absolutely. The, there is like yeah. that, that upside. I, I think I think it's interesting with these two Pokemon is they're both Pokemon that have access to sheer force. As mm. as an ability, it's a good ability. Which like is kind of oh yeah when you have this kind of weird sort of build, you know you're in kind of that kind of that space. <sighs> I don't want to take this from you because I kind of want Nido Queen to win here, but Nido Queen unfortunately mm-hmm. is not trans because they're <laughs> shiny. <laughs> is not the inverse. Which is a change as of the 3D models, I believe? No, I'm no? looking I'm looking at the list here. Okay. It has always been like all Gen 1 shinies. That's wild. piss and poop green. Okay. <laughs> you can never say anyone can't be trans, Riley. <laughs> I know, I know, but I am simply I reported the news wheel. I, I hated to do it. How do we feel about the caveman thing that, like, Crokona, I feel like, especially picks up and then Feraligator gets in, in different gens more than more than others? 
Oh, that is not a design element that I picked up on at all. Is that I, what it's supposed to be? Like a? I mean, look at look at like look at Croconaw. Croconaw is like oh, that's exactly I right. See. Really, oh, it's got Flintstones energy. Uh-huh. Flint- <laughs> Flintstonian for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a bedrock baby. Huh. I don't um, like. It. I feel like it is just less strong of an overall design. I, I feel he's got a little bit of the Walgreens edition of Bowser. For me, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. nice brand. Yep. I I like the fact that it has murder in its eyes in a way that so many <laughs> reptiles do. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just like, no matter what time of the day is, you can look over there and it's gonna have that look in its eye. Um, I kind of appreciate oh. that about for alligator. I'm not I'm not in love with it. Like Nido Queen is a good design. You want to see a baby Nido Queen? I do. What does that even mean? Uh, right there. Um, what? <laughs> is this a Benjamin Button Pokemon? When Mewtwo, in Mewtwo returns, a clone Nido Queen and a clone Rhyhorn produce eggs containing both a baby Rhyhorn and a baby Nido Queen, not a Nidoran. That is very That's interesting. A baby Nido Queen. She came out ready to gas like a keep girl boss. This is shattering some of my preconceived you know, notions about life in the Pokemon universe. I think I need to go examine some of my my okay. uh, my unconscious biases about what a Nido Queen can be. Here, here are some notes about Nido Queen that I love. Love her fucking scalloped turtle mouth. Roma, you talked earlier about bite, a turtle biting into lettuce. That uh-huh. is a lettuce biting gob. <laughs> that is a hum 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 hum. Exactly. It's got those big old rabbit ears. It's got the armored arms. A mega Nido Queen would look fucking sick, I think. Hopefully, and not. Yeah, and not super gendered. I don't think they would Angelwoman <laughs> Nido Queen. What a turn if they did that. So one more thing in Nido Queen's favor, I think, uh, at least for me, is. You know, speaking of you can having having a baby Nita Queen, you can get a Nita Queen who is extraordinarily low level. Uh, because of how early Nidorino or a Nidorina can can evolve, or in some gens how below normal evolution level Nidorinas you can catch, mm-hmm. you can evolve that with a Moonstone, which means it's a really old format, but if you played the original Pokemon Stadium, uh, uh, there was a format which is only level 15 Pokemon, uh, uh-huh. and therefore oh, only yeah. Pokemon that were available at level 15, which mm-hmm. includes Nidoqueen and Nidoking, Nidoking. because yeah. they are, are accessible in the level 15 only format. And you can see that, like, that is what that baby Nido Queen is mm-hmm. in Mewtwo yeah. Returns. Is that level fifteen Nido Queen? Mm-hmm. I'm happy to give it the win. It sounds like it sounds like most of us are leaning that way anyway. Uh, yeah. For who? Nido Queen. I am actually leaning towards my little alligator guy who needs <gasps> to be wearing a harness when we go to Target. Um, <laughs> I love this. He screams the, the the kind of gender I'd like to be that I'm working my way towards. So okay. as much as respect I have for Nido Queen, like she's my manager, but uh, uh, an alligator uh, has my vote. Okay, it's also making like the uh, like the I've been traumatized stance, <laughs> the universal symbol of <laughs> I. Wheels, where are you? Like, who are you leaning towards? Are you leaning towards making this a it's, tie, or are you leaning towards? 
I mean, like, it's tough because I do like for alligator more, but I also don't care so much that I want to hold up the match. You know what I mean? I'm easily Which swayed means to I for don't alligator. Care enough. Like, I'm I'm easily swayed for alligator. We could just cl- lock it in there. Well, 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 or or we could do what uh, former for, former podcast network buddies <laughs> Saker did, where we have the wheel and we decide the tie through a wheel. What does that mean? I mean, or we it, could get a tiebreaker. I or have, we could get a tiebreaker. I Mandy's I right tone. here. I could ask Mandy right right now. Sorry, whose votes are for who? I just want to get real quick. Riley, your vote is for yeah. Nito Queen. Nito Queen. Roma, your vote is currently for for alligator. Yes, absolutely. And I'm gonna vote for alligator. Okay, well. then I'll just vote for alligator, and then we can. No, 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 Juliet, we're <laughs> so close. <laughs> Play the music, Juliet. Wait, reconsider, reconsider. Press the button. The alligator has non-binary energy. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. I have to. I already put in Nido Queen, so now I have to go in and edit it out. <laughs> I have pasta in the oven, baking. I want to be able to check on it. <laughs> we can finish this episode. <laughs> Is uh, Where are we on the timer, Riley? That's it. That was the last matchup. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> oh, that was that was stolen. For Alligator didn't deserve that. That's whatever. You can uh, keep telling yourself that. Should we have that. Juliet give plugs first since they have to check on some pasta? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was already playing the music. <laughs> Aren't there? Don't we usually do plugs, or do we, we not? Do, do we plugs? do do plugs now? I forget. Uh, hi, I've been Juliet at Mousewife Games on Twitter, itch, and at Folly on Cohost. Uh, who? Uh, Roma. Okay, I am Roma, and you can find me on the internet at twitter.com forward slash I appreciate your butt. That is I A P P R E C I, the number eight U R B U T T. Uh, you can also find my podcast at the Hyperfix Pod on the Twitter.com. Uh, Riley, what about you? I've been robbed by <laughs> these fools. Uh, you can find me on on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, what, the Gaia Online forums at Rev Rye Bread. Uh, it's Rev like <laughs> Reverend Rye Bread like Rye Bread. Um, and you know, my mother can go to hell.com, itch.io. You get it. Uh, I've been Wheels. You can find me. On Twitter at Singular Wheels, I do a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. We're currently playing Wander Home in a custom setting I made called Planet Cryptid. It's one it sounds like. It's the planet where everyone's a cryptid. Uh, So check that out. You might enjoy it. Um, That's at Very Random Encounters or VRE.show. I also wrote a book of tabletop role-playing game Random Encounters for... Uh, generic fantasy role-playing, uh, system agnostic fantasy role-playing. You can buy that book at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital R and B. Uh, and that's all the stuff I got out right now. Um, so now Riley is allowed to play the music. <sighs> the music is slowly building up. Thank you all for listening, as always, to Champs in the Making, a Pokemon Bracket podcast here on the Moonshot Network. I'm sorry it happened this way. I'm sorry that it played <laughs> out this way, but... You know, there's no accounting for taste. So it goes. Bye. Bye. Bye.